This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are answering some of the questions that you submitted. Questions like, where should I eat dinner on Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World? Or how did you and Carrie meet each other anyway? We're answering those and so much more on our very first Q&A episode on the podcast. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Hello. Carrie and I were having some technical difficulties before we started recording, uh, but I think we're all sorted now, aren't we? Yes, it happened last time too. My mic and my earphones are not functioning properly. So, but now you're all you're all good. You're all hooked up on your yeah. your earphones, and it seems to be working okay now. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Although I keep threatening Carrie that um, at some point I'm going to start putting bloopers into the oh, <laughs> into the podcast. When we used to do the videos online. I, I would put bloopers in there and and I thought I always thought they were the funniest part of our, our videos was the bloopers because we've had some real bloopers. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I've listened to a few podcasts and I can't say I've ever heard podcast bloopers. So maybe we should see them. For <laughs> we could the be videos. trailblazers. <laughs> True. Well, that's not what we're here for this. So have you even told the people what they're listening to? No, not yet. So Okay. This week on the podcast, we're doing something fun. This is our first ever Ask Us Anything. So it's like a, a Q&A where people have submitted questions. And I got to be honest, Carrie, I wasn't expecting people to actually submit such good questions. Were you? Yeah, I thought, of course, they're going to send some <laughs> very interesting and exciting questions. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of fun. I I just, I put it out there on social media and then lo and behold, we were getting some really random, fun, exciting questions. In fact, we got so many questions, it's going to end up coming over a couple of episodes. I don't think we can cover them all in one. No, probably not. So, we'll see how we do, but I, but yeah, once we get chitter chatter and... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's going to end up being more than one. But anyway, so we got some good questions and uh, we figured we'd just go through them and answer them. As you do with questions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds easy enough. Right? Okay, so I'm going to, the first question that came in uh, was from Sheila, who asked, what or who is your favorite character? interesting yeah that's not an easy you would think it would be easy right well I think there's definitely folks that have a favorite character one favorite character for mm -hmm. Sherzies. I know that I'm not that uh that person so. yeah like when I think my sister like <laughs> Becky has Becky Donald Duck just no questions asked. Donald she loves everything. him. Donald is your number one. Right. Duck. But I can't say that I have one favorite. Like, I have the classic, when I think back to the classic characters, I have, I have some favorites there. Like Winnie the Pooh, obviously. He's very important in my family. Um, Andrew has a, I'll let him tell the whole story, but Andrew has a Winnie the Pooh that he got when he was a baby. Um, that has been in the family for years and years. So we're all very, like, Winnie the yeah, Pooh crazy. Means it's very special to you guys. Which is yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and then, you like Tinkerbell? Well, obviously, you know. Obviously. Obviously. And that one, just when I was coming up with the name Pixie Dust, it was kind of, I don't know, it just kind of happened. Um, so, yeah, I like Tinkerbell. But I love Alice in Wonderland. Um, I love... Cinderella, Snow White, all the classics. I love, yeah, I love the characters that make me laugh. Like, Goofy. There was a scene, so you, when I was little, there was a scene in one of the Goofy movies, and I can't even remember which one, 
And my brother-in-law, he loved Goofy because he was just so silly. And whenever we saw this, this one thing, him and I would laugh so hard we would cry. And it was when Goofy, he drives the car like into a lake and he comes out of the lake and his dad says, what do you do? Or his, his kid says, what are you doing? And he's like, I was just parking the car, son. And we would <laughs> howl and cry laughing. So, yeah, I love Goofy. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, so classic characters, there's lots of them to choose from. But I think your top two is Pooh and Tinkerbell. And then you've got all of the other ones that you just love because mm-hmm. you grew up, you grew up Disney. Like I like, like I think of the classic characters, like I like Mickey Mouse. I like Chip and Dale. I love the Aristocats, but shocking. Um, but I like them. Like, not that I like knew about them much when I was younger, because I wasn't, I wasn't really into Disney movies when I was little at all. Um, but uh, but I think that we need to divide this up. Like, what about like our favorite princess? Because I think that's a whole other. Yeah, but we were having that conversation today, actually we were having this conversation today when we were talking to our friends on that Skype call this afternoon and we were talking about the princesses we love and versus the classic ones versus the new, the newer ones. And then it's almost like then we could talk about our favorite animals. We could talk, like we could break this down. And I think that's what we need to do because we're not so into one specific character. Yeah. Like I love, I love the, the new, like, um, Merida from Brave I, and oh my gosh Princess Tiana I love her and but then I also love Cinderella and Snow White and yeah Aurora my, my favorite princess is is Rapunzel <laughs> is it really yeah I just li- I just like it because it's kind of a fun and fun movie and I and I like the music and because I didn't really grow up with princesses either my niece was just a like a little girl when when the Disney Renaissance was happening and like, I love the little mermaid when it came out because I was like, Oh my goodness, this is absolutely amazing. But I was like a girl, like I was probably a late teen (laughs) (laughs) and I had like a little, little niece and nephew. So I kind of, you know, used them as the, you know, my niece loves Ariel and the little mermaid, (laughs) but I loved her as, as well. But like, so I've always said it was Ariel, but then I do love Rapunzel. The other princesses, like I didn't grow up watching Snow White and Cinderella. Like I really became a Disney fan in my ad- as an adult. I really wasn't a Disney fan as a as a youngster because I grew up during the Disney kind of the era when there wasn't much going on in animation. So right, and, and you didn't. And and when I was a kid, you didn't have like every Disney DV, every Disney VHS. Like my niece's generation is a generation of having the entire collection on VHS and watching them 5,000 times that you know every single word to every single song. Right. Um, Yeah, like I'm, before that, we didn't didn't have access to those necessarily, so. (laughs) Yeah, so that's, I'm older than that because we didn't have VHS when I was growing up. You're not that much older, but you also had, you also had older siblings that would have, that would have known all of those old classics as well. Yeah, they would have taken me, like we would watch them on TV and, and things like that and, yeah, and I would watch them at the movie theater in the Contemporary Resort. <laughs> right. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. For goodness sakes, you've been going to the park since you were like a small child. So not the that's yeah. You know, <laughs> that's more than you having older siblings that would have taught you this stuff. You've been in the parks forever, so you knew all of that stuff. Right. So. Yeah, I think this could be a whole episode on just what do we love about each sort of the princesses, the princes, the animals. Like Side I love cakes. every single Disney, every single Disney cat. Like I'm pretty, I don't even know that I would even be able to say my favorite sidekick or whatever. I pretty much like love all these Disney things sort of the same. And I, and I really enjoy all of the Disney cats. And I'm so grateful that there are so many Disney cats to enjoy. But wouldn't you say your favorite character would be like Kermit, Kermit? and yeah. Well, for sure. But I'm, I think again, talking about these characters, I don't think people would put the Muppets in this canon. <laughs> Of, yeah, of, yeah, I, I probably. I think the Muppets not. would be off to the side for sure. Kermit and and, and Fozzie Bear and and 
Rolf are my favorites, but no. I don't what's think the guy's the 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 other one? Walter. Walter, that's his name. How could I forget the name Walt? But yeah, I don't think they belong in this discussion. That's why I didn't even mention them. I gave everybody a break, and I didn't talk about Muppets. And then you brought it up. I was trying I had to, to be bring good. it up. <laughs> trying to not talk about Muppets. Okay, so we'll do another episode all about all of the different categories of. But we really didn't answer <laughs> Sheila's question. Not really. <laughs> well, you so did. Sorry, Sheila. Who? Tinkerbell. Yeah, Alice. Cinderella. We like them all. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. That we're the okay. worst people to ask that question to. Oh, well, wait till you get to the next question. So <laughs> it kind of ties in. So thank you, Sheila, for that question. The second question we have is from Tyler. And Tyler is asking, I would like to know how you feel with the new live action movies from Cinderella to the new Milan, including Lion King. For some, this was the second age of Disney movies, so the remakes can feel weird. Are they taking two steps forward and one step back, or just cashing in on a name and a story that's already done? It's a very interesting question, right? (laughs) (laughs) Carrie? So I can say I have not seen the live-action Cinderella or Lion King. Because I don't like the live actions. With a caveat. What? Wow. Yeah. What did you think of them? Did you watch them, Cinderella and, and The Lion King? Yeah, I watch everything. I haven't seen Mulan yet, but I watch everything. That, that It's my excuse to go to the movies. Because I really only go to the movies to watch like comedies and to watch Disney movies. Um, I don't like to watch scary things, suspenseful things. No, me neither. <laughs> so it's an excuse to go to the movies and eat popcorn for sure. I have seen them all. I've seen a lot of them in the in the theaters. I I don't necessarily think they're necessary from my perspective, but I understand. I I don't know. Like I've always wondered who they're for because sometimes, like with the Lion King, they have. It's it's pretty much a, a scene by scene exact. Yeah, uh, it's a, wasn't it like an exact replica, just CGI? Um, pretty darn close. The original, yeah. If not almost, if not exactly the same, ninety nine percent close. So that one there, um, you know, when everybody loves the Lion King and it's a favorite of many, that that's kind of a weird one for sure for me. Um, but some of them like. And Cinderella, I like Cinderella because they told it, I guess I'm okay with these if they kind of tell a little bit more of the story. So Mm. with Cinderella, they did talk more about her mother and they showed her father and they had, they, they had, they showed their, their stories and who they were. So you saw a different side of the characters. So there was more of a backstory. More of a backstory. So I think, you know, when they do that, that's, that's great. With Maleficent, they, they've told us a story that we didn't know which I thought, like, mm. I really enjoyed Maleficent movies. Um, but then for some of them, Tyler's going to be sorry he asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> for some of them, I think their purpose is, like, when you grew up, like, my niece's generation, like, when I went to go see Beauty and the Beast, I was excited to see it because it was a new Disney movie. But in the theater, it was probably, I think it was opening night or very close to opening. I was surrounded by my niece's generation. And I, and... I wish I would have been at the movies with her because like I experienced these girls watching this movie and gasping and crying mm-hmm. because this movie that was everything to them because these that generation grew up on these movies like my other niece she if you play when we when she was little or like well, not even when she was a tween or teen we used to play seen it that game seen it when it first came out yeah and they have like where they show you like one square of a screen and then they keep showing you more squares and then mm-hmm. you know what the get the, the uh, movie is um my niece would know with the first square <laughs> and with the music there'd be like the first note like this this kid grew up at, like all she watched were these disney movies so i think you know, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, they grew up with these movies. And it's almost, I think it's from, well, from my experience and seeing how these girls were reacting, it was almost like a dream come true mm-hmm. to see it come to life. Yeah. Right? They were very excited about it. So I think, you know, there's different. I could see that. You know, why, why, they, why they exist. Maybe there's a whole bunch of reasons and who, they, who they're meant to be for. Um, 
I don't know. I do think that, you know, like they make a movie, everybody like, look at me. I go to every single one, whether I, I'm, you know, cause it's a, whether you're really a in- Disney movie. Yeah. Right. And I think Disney movies are, you know, it's the one thing that families know they can bring their whole family to. And it's something, an outing, a date with their kids and their friends and whatever. And it's. Yeah. So they just, you know, make anything, (laughs) make anything into a a live action version. I'm torn with them, right? Because I'm not a big fan of remaking in the in the live action, especially when you're going to just tell the same story. So The Lion King, I never saw it. And it just, for me, it was like, why would I go and see it if they, like, I've already seen the story. I could recite it back. I watched the cartoon one. I could probably close my eyes and recite most of the lines. Why would I go see this CGI version of it? Maleficent, I never, I watched one of them. I'm not a fan of Angelina Jolie, so um, I couldn't, I didn't watch those. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I was like, eh, it was okay. Mulan, no spoilers. I loved it absolutely loved it and um I felt like they told a a different story but the same story do you know what I mean like it was Mm -hmm. it was different but similar uh but different from what I understand that yeah they they took a different approach to Mulan than they usually do yeah like is there no like there's no singing there's no no well and you know how I feel about the songs and that's why you that's why you love it so much (laughs) I for some reason I'm good with the songs in cartoons uh, so like the Lion King, I could sing all those songs in the cartoon, but I, I, yeah, live action. I just like, unless you're Greece or something, the musical, I don't want to see you singing and dancing, but, um, yeah. So I feel like there's a place for some of the live action. I'm not convinced that they should all be. Yeah. That they were all necessary or needed. Yeah. Like yeah. I think, and I think like the, the ones that they've remade, like with the beauty and the beast and Aladdin, and the Lion King, like, especially those three, well, Beauty and the Beast and the Lion King, like, even Aladdin, my niece is the biggest Aladdin mm. fan, like, loves loves it so much. I like, loved Aladdin. They're perfect to them, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, so you'd almost think there'd be, there'd be mm. people that would be disappointed. Like, my niece didn't love the live action of Aladdin. No? And I was, I was actually surprised. But, I loved it. But the, the originals are just so perfect, right? Like I never just saw perfect. the original. Oh my goodness! I know, right? What's so? Get? Aladdin just wasn't on my list of things that I I was you know over the moon to see, and that live action I got an invite to go, which was the only reason I went, and I ended up loving it. I liked it too. Yeah, it was it was a good one, but yeah, so. Carrie, why is this happening? I don't know that we're answering. Whose idea, is... whose idea was this to get questions? <laughs> where we're not going to be able to give them a straight answer. Okay, so straight I answer we, is... I think we have mixed feelings about them. We have mixed feelings about them. I, I think there's a time and a place. I think if they're telling a slightly different story, I'm okay with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not over the moon with them just retelling the same stories. They did, a, they did with Disney Plus, they did... Um, a live action lady in the tramp too, right? Which... Oh, I did love that one. Okay, so see. <laughs> All right, that was sorry, Tyler. I don't know that we <laughs> we gave you a definitive answer. I just hope it doesn't get to the point where they'll they're going to live action everything. I don't. Yeah, as, and maybe with Disney Plus, they can make them, or they go direct to Disney Plus, and they're a little maybe. different. Then yeah. maybe they'll do do more of them. But um, you you know, I think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know. I think if they do, yeah, I think if they did direct to Disney Plus, it would be different. Uh, But yeah, I don't know that I'm I'm loving the whole idea of remaking them all. I like when they do different versions of the movie. And I don't even think it was a Disney one. Remember the one they did of Cinderella called Ever After with Drew Barrymore? I loved that movie. That was a good one. I loved I loved Enchanted. Oh, me too. Even though there was singing and dancing, I loved it. Well, there's Patrick Dempsey in it, too. Yeah, well, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think for us answering this question, like, we're not vested in the movies that they've made remakes of. Well, mo- like, a few of them, we're not too vested in them, right? Because, right. You know, like, I'll go and watch them and be like, yeah, that was good. But, you know, it's not, you know, like my niece where she thinks they've, like, massacred, you know, her favorite movie or, or whatever. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. 
Okay, well, there you go. So, Tyler, thank you for the question. Hopefully, you know, we gave you a little insights. I don't know. Maybe you can comment and tell us what he thinks of uh, the new live-action movies. Exactly. All right, so question three from Bryce. Bryce has two questions. Him and his wife are going to Walt Disney World over Thanksgiving. The first question is, how in the world do you get in to be our guest restaurant in the Magic Kingdom? And the second is, what is the best place to eat Thanksgiving on Disney property? So how do you get in to be our guest? A lot of trying. <laughs> well, I think that, like, yeah, I think pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, it was difficult. Yes, you for sure made a reservation. You had to be ready to make a reservation 180 days in advance. And then for now sure. reservations are 60 days out. Right. And I think... I think getting in to be our guest for dinner was a lot harder than breakfast and lunch. So if you wanted to get inside and see what it was like, you might have a better chance with breakfast and lunch than you do with dinner. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's a matter of trying again a day or two in advance, right? Because you get charged if you miss your reservation or if you cancel within 24 hours. So that's when you got to go and look for the reservations. People who have them, they've made multiple reservations. They can't decide where they're going to eat, which drives me crazy when people do that. But they do. And they're going in a day or two in advance and canceling the ones that they're not going to make. So sometimes you can snatch up a good reservation that way. Well, and I'd say even even before that, like that's a Doing it the few days before if you really can't get it is the best thing because you will find something. Like Be Our Guest is so popular, but generally you can scoop up a lot of things. But even like within the last 30 days, right, or the last couple of weeks before you travel, because I think, like you said, people do make multiple reservations, guilty as charged. And then um, <gasps> we all do, except for you, apparently. <laughs> I don't because I don't like to book in advance. Um, but I think really as you get closer, you're starting to really think through the final trip plans and figuring out what you're going to do, right? Right. Um, I like to actually, that's when I like to leave it up to fate, right? You know, it's a day or two or it's the day of and I think, okay, so I have no plans. I'm going to eat wherever it comes up that's available. And that's how I kind of try different things is whatever's available. Now, where would you eat the best place to eat Thanksgiving on Disney property? I feel like you kind of have to say the Liberty Tree Tavern in the Magic Kingdom, right, but I've never eaten there. Thanksgiving there every day. It's delicious. Is so it? Every, You've yeah, eaten there. I have eaten there. Every day of the year they serve uh, Thanksgiving Day dinner. But a lot of the restaurants will have special uh, Thanksgiving dinner menus. Like a lot of them will. Like if you look back at 2019, they're... There's quite a few of them. So there's lots right. of options. Um, and I would think, you know, again, pre-COVID booking 180 days out, people traveling around Thanksgiving, it's a very busy time to be at the parks. So you'd want to plan um, as early as you possibly could. And whenever your window opens, if it's 60 days now, then, you know, just be on it. So you mm -hmm. can try to get Liberty Tree or something mm -hmm. else. Like you might want to enjoy uh, Thanksgiving Day at a resort because it's very yeah. busy. The I'll bet you. Again, I'll don't know what wave, this year will be like. I bet you the wave would have a good meal too. Yeah. yeah. I think the, um, There's a lot of places that you're right. That have good Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. Thanksgiving's a busy time to go, but who knows what it's going to be like this year. Mm -hmm. Like there have been times we've been there. And I remember this one time I was walking over, we were staying at Bay Lake Tower and it was like the Thursday before Thanksgiving and it never dawned on me that it was. And I walked over to the Magic Kingdom and just as I got there, I looked, the crowd was insanity. And I just turned around and walked back to the resort. And I think we went shopping that day. Like It was crazy. But then again, with COVID, you don't know what the crowds are going to be like this year. Yep, You're going to have to let us know how it is, Bryce. Uh, but hopefully you have a fantastic time and maybe you yep. will get in to, to be our guest or you can have some um, some Thanksgiving dinner at Liberty Tree. When I, I looked up last year's um, offerings, what I saw posted in like with the Wilderness Lodge at Whispering Canyon Cafe, they always have that all you care to enjoy 
oh, platter. Right. And on Thanksgiving, yes. they have a Thanksgiving themed one. Nice. Um, so there's there's so many. Like again, I don't know what's happening this year. I haven't looked, but there seems to be like there has been in the past ample opportunities to to get your turkey on. <laughs> well, that was that was a good question, Bryce. And I hope you have a fantastic time. You'll have to let us know where you end up eating. <laughs> Okay, we're on to the next question. And this is similar but different. Uh, question from Nikki. My question is, have you ever done the parks on Super Bowl Sunday? I've been told the park is practically empty due to Americans' fanaticism over football. We were planning on going to Walt Disney World this year before your cruise until we found out Super Bowl was in Miami, which is where we were sail where we sailed out of. So have I been on Super Bowl Sunday? I feel like I have. I feel like I remember like this big sporting event, ESPN, you couldn't get in. There was like this big line or whatever outside. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember it being quiet in the parks. <laughs> yeah, like I think maybe years and years and years and years ago when the park crowds were different, you might have found a Super Bowl Sunday being less crowded like right. I could I could say like think that that could have been possible way back then but I don't know now with the park crowds that that yeah. you'd really see a difference I uh, think with people coming from all over the world uh to Walt Disney World I don't think that Super Bowl Sunday would have an impact on the crowd levels because it's not just Americans that are in the parks right and I think I've been in the parks. Have you, like you, I'm sure you've noticed this. Just being on, being in the parks on any Sunday during football season, you see families wearing their favorite jerseys, yes. which is yes. so very cool. And imagining, you know, the husbands and the and the wives, like whoever's the the big sports fans, are on their phones watching the game stats or whatever. Not necessarily maybe watching the game itself, but keeping an eye on the scores. Or, you know, some of them are at their resorts watching it. But I I can tell you that I don't think the crowds are that impacted. I can tell you, like, when we were there uh, for the big basketball one last year, the, <laughs> the, the big finale of the basketball thing. Um, the NBA finals. That was it. That's what it's called. Yeah. So I, I watched that from uh, the ESPN Sports Bar because that was the night we arrived and we were staying at the boardwalk and we went there. But it wasn't like even that it wasn't it wasn't packed. It, it was yeah, busy, but Raptors, it wasn't packed. The, the uh, NBA finals and the Super Bowl are, are a little different. Like, yeah, you think just a smidge. Yeah. <laughs> maybe but yeah yeah that's that one we have a hard time confirming the now the crowd based, on those on those days <laughs> yeah so the based on the research i i did online just to confirm the dates and stuff i saw that for the most part all of the crowd calendars in the last few years they've been fine like the crowds have well been in normal. that time of year like the, the when super bowl happens it's not that it's it's not around a big it's, holiday or it's it's when it's a good time of year to go to Disney generally. So right, right, but it's not like that. That that day is is completely there's void of crowds. Yeah, that's that's not how. Like the other, well, the entire week is like an eight, <laughs> and then that Super Bowl Sunday is is, is a two. right. But if the Super Bowl was hosted in Miami, I don't know that I would want to be in Miami. Then that would be crowded. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you, Nikki, for the question. I hope that helped and hopefully you get booked for next year and maybe you can, yeah, you can go during Super Bowl. You can report back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next question. This is, this is a fun one, Carrie. I left this one till the end uh, for us. So this is from Jessica and Jessica asks, maybe you guys already said this, but how did you and Carrie meet? What brought on the friendship? <laughs> <laughs> so how did we meet carrie <laughs> we met through our friend carolyn and we've been friends for eight years now we've been in each other's lives isn't that crazy it's been eight years yes it, it feels like yesterday it does so sure. 
the last couple of years we started to travel. Yeah, now we're at the point together. where we're traveling together. <laughs> yes, frequently. Yeah. yeah. So how did so you met Carolyn just over eight years ago, nine years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I knew her a little bit. I met her just before I met you, really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I met Carolyn because. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a very long story short. Uh, Carolyn owned Pure Magic Vacations. And I guess <laughs> I had years and years, and it felt like 100 years ago, I had worked for uh, a different travel agency. So I signed up. I thought, this is how I'm going to get to to do a little Disney in my life. And I signed up for another agency. And... I ended up, I was looking for a new agency to join and I reached out to Carolyn and I talked to her on the phone. She called me like within, as soon as I sent the email and we talked on the phone and I swear I felt like I'd known her my whole life. Like she loved Disney the way I love Disney and we just kind of clicked and we had the same visions and, and it was just like, that was it. We were, we were going to be friends whether we liked it or not. And um, so that, so of course, I, I ended up, I joined her agency. And then I think it was probably only like two years in, um, I said to her, you know, Carolyn, I think I, I'd be better at, you know, writing blogs and doing social media and that kind of stuff. Like, I think I kind of, I kind of like it, but I wasn't sure how she'd feel about it. And she was like, yeah, go for it. Like, I think this is great. And then that was sort of how pixie dust came i guess it was a lot more than two years later um yeah, but yeah came about. that's how pixie dust fan came about and and you and i so we we were both at at pure magic i remember the first time i met you in person um do you remember that i don't well tell me <laughs> i know i but I'm like, right now, do I remember? <laughs> Maybe not. Right? Because we met um, at Scarborough Town Center at dinner, and there were a bunch of agents that were all in the east end of the city. Oh, yeah. And we met for dinner there. And I remember I was so nervous. Like, I knew Carolyn. I was, you know, we got along like a house on fire. But it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to meet these other agents. And, and what if they don't like me? And <laughs> we met for dinner there. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of crazy. And now look at us. We're going to Scarborough Town Center all the time. To yep, go. Talk every single day, pretty much. Yeah. How did that happen? You're stuck with me. <laughs> well, the funny thing, um, so a funny thing when we, we saw this question and we were, we were just checking our numbers the year to make sure we knew like, like I met Carolyn a little bit before you and, and then met you the next year. Um, we were counting, we were <laughs> counting all the numbers on the years on our fingers. And then we were, st we started to joke a little bit because we're, we're besties right now. Uh, oh, well, besties forever. I should say BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I meant that it could be temporary, <laughs> but we I kind of made a comment and I think you agree is that if we would have known each other at different times in our lives we probably wouldn't have been friends I think <laughs> for example <laughs> in high school no we would not Brand have been, would have been smoking in the boys room <laughs> and she always says she's a lot older than me but for goodness sake she's not older than me she's only a few years older than me she would have been smoking in the boys' room, and, like, honestly, I was, like, on the yearbook committee. <laughs> so so we, we probably wouldn't have been friends at different times in our life. So Carolyn brought us together, and Disney keeps us, keeps yeah. us together. And, and we're a lot alike uh, when it comes yeah. to our love of Disney and, and a lot of things, but... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't meet till we were adults. Oh yeah, can you imagine, Carrie? It <laughs> would have been very well, we, different. Not that long ago, you told me how, like, how your extreme love for like country music. Yeah, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> I, I know. Think I asked you if you came, if you ever came to the like, because where I live, there's like a pretty 
popular country bar. And I'm like, did you ever hang out at this place? Which I only went to once in my life. We're like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so would. I was like, you like country music? Like, you never talk about it. No, I, I would say yeah, my. Are you jamming to the country music at home? And then, you know, when Carrie calls, you're like, gotta turn, gotta put on the Disney music. Well, yeah. I mean, our friend Jen, she hates country music too. And she's like, I can't talk to you if you tell me you're gonna like, I love country music. I grew up listening to Patsy Cline and Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and all of them. I, I love them. And then in my 20s and 30s, most of my friends loved country music. And there were a couple of bars that we would go to every weekend. One of them's out by where you live. And the other one is, is near where near where I live now, actually. And yeah, we, <laughs> we would hang out and boot, scoot, and boogie every weekend. <laughs> but I think in, now it's just that you've turned into a Disney nerd. So you've come into my realm. Maybe that's what it is. Because <laughs> in high school, I listened to heavy metal. <laughs> I had the the leather jacket with the zippers and oh yeah 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 in I, high school I liked like hip-hop and R&B and I would have like spent a lot of my time hanging out watching the high school basketball games and really art, yeah and, and doing art because that's what I liked the most art. but but how did but see in my school the the art and the yearbook club would not have mixed with the basketball club well I went to a, I went to like a, my school was fairly small like everybody kind of knew everybody yeah I think I think it worked out better that we uh we became friends as adults <laughs> <laughs> and then it just sort of it worked out like we have a great circle of friends that um and we travel well together it's hard to find people you travel well with I have a lot of great you know like people that love Disney or whatever but I I I don't know that I necessarily want to travel with them, but we travel well together. Even though you tease me about how I don't pack enough stuff <laughs> and I tease you that you pack too much stuff. Right. And then, and, and we travel with my sister and, and, and that's, well, that's, yeah, that's one thing I was thinking with like what you had just said was that it's not even like we've become friends, but our, like I've met, met your friends and your family mm -hmm. and then you know, I've kind of brought you to in with my pin trading friends. Yes. So like it's, it's, it's other than just the, like us becoming friends, like our community of Disney friends has grown. Like, we, and we, and we're all friends now. It's not like I have yeah. a couple of Disney friends. There's probably not many Dis like, you know, almost all of my Disney friends because they yeah. like kind of build a community and get to know each other. And like, you know, you like Disney. So you just, you know, not afraid to chat with people or friend people or whatever. So. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing how we all just sort of this community of Disney loving people just kind of come together and they find each other and and yeah, our worlds just kind of amalgamated somehow. Mm -hmm. And then of course we have all the all the people from Pure Magic that we yeah, lots we, of friends. Yeah, and that's how we end up talking Disney all day every day. Pretty much, like we're not exaggerating. We talk about it a lot. We throw sometimes <laughs> we pop throw in some other things, like the Muppets like, or something. Like <laughs> the Muppets are like Cobra Kai, but other or than Cobra that, Kai. <laughs> but yeah, it is pretty. When you're, but that it's easy because yeah, when your friends are Disney, yeah. and your work is Disney, and you're you know Pixie Dust fan, like there's yeah, it comes at us in almost all aspects of our life. It even does. At work, even, even at unmagical jobs, right? Like everybody knows you as. Mm. And me as the Disney person, right? Oh, 100%. I've got my, at my office, I've got all kinds of my at work Kermit collection. So I've got a whole shelf full of Kermit stuff. So like, even like, it's just a conversation starter. Like anybody, you mm -hmm. know, they come into my room, whether it's the magnets on the door, or the Kermit collection. Like if they didn't know that I was a Disney nut, the minute they, yes. they see my office and, or, you know, we start talking about, and I explain, you know, <laughs> why, <laughs> why this grown woman has Kermit's all over her office or whatever. So, yeah, I'm the same. My profile picture at the unmagical job in our email is me in front of the castle. And, you know, I know lots of other people have very professional pictures. Uh, mine isn't. Mine has the castle and me because that's who I am. And yeah, like even with this whole COVID and working from home, 
every time I'm talking to people in different departments and they're like, where are you? Are you in Florida? Because now would be the perfect time for me to go, you know, rent a house, rent a condo, be there and I could work from there. Uh, you know, if I could get health insurance, I totally would be. <laughs> but for now, I'm still at home. But So that's sort of our story. That's our story. Traveling partners. Yeah. So there you go, Jessica. That's kind of how we how we came together. We have Carolyn to thank for it. Well, Carrie, I feel like <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've run the gamut of questions today. I still have a ton of questions, though, if you can believe it, that people have submitted. That's cool. So we have to have a part two. Because, yeah, if we go through all of them, this will be a very long episode. It will be. It will be. And, you know, like we've got we've got a bunch more questions and um, our friend Dustin sent in like a bunch of he didn't just send in one. He sent in a bunch. So it's almost like his questions would be a whole episode in itself, which because <laughs> some of them are fun. And we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to do part two. Maybe this will just become something regular that we do more often where we do Q&A and and chit chat. What do Sounds you think? Good. I yeah. like it. You like yeah. it? Well, let's I wait do. and see if... if, if <laughs> yeah, let's see what people think of our answers. They didn't really answer much. Yeah, or, no. uh, didn't, they didn't they answer didn't anything. They didn't full answer to any of the questions, really, <laughs> other than how did they meet. <laughs> yeah, that one we kind of elaborated. We were good with that one. And then we talked about how we're glad we didn't meet <laughs> when we were younger. <laughs> Funny, it's so true. It's so true, right? Oh, dear. Isn't that weird, though, when you think about it, when you when you meet people as an adult, and then you realize that, yeah, if you had met when you were in, in school, it wouldn't it wouldn't work like you but you still but yet both of us still have friends from when we were in school. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, maybe our friend, maybe, maybe if we would have known each other way back then, we would have been more like sisters, you know, like with your siblings, like sometimes, well, you're, you have a big age gap with your siblings. Uh, my, my sister's six years old, but generally like, uh, like with siblings. Six years usually, older, not six, six years, years older. Old. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> six years older. Um, you generally with siblings, like you go through where you don't have a lot in common and you're not, may not yeah. necessarily be the closest friends. Right. But then when you're adults and then there's nothing stopping you from being best friends. Right. Right. So maybe that would have been us. Maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> we would have met years later and been like, you like Disney? I like Disney. <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah, and it's funny, even all my friends from school, that's how they knew me as well. It's just the Disney freak. Uh, always. So some things never See? change. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, man. Now that I think of it, like if I would have been like that, that Francine over there, she goes, to, she's only in grade nine and she's been to Walt Disney World like 20, <laughs> 20 times. I might have been like, that. she's cool. See, then maybe we could have been friends. Maybe. We're you never know. Now and that's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. And you're still my friend, even though every week I say to you, Carrie, what's your big dust? <laughs> Carrie. Do you have yeah. do you have pixie I, dust this week? Well, and like not like, like because you say, Oh, I got I gotta think about what my pixie dust is. I know pixie dust should just come to me, right? Like I It should just, just you should just look back on the week it, and say yeah, this, I'm so thankful for this. <laughs> well, then now I feel bad with my pixie dust. It's like, it's almost like I, it should be, it should be, you know, a feeling or an interaction with somebody. Huh? No, it's got to be something fun. Something that made you smile. What well, made you smile this week? My pixie dust this week is that I bought myself a Dooney and Burke wallet. Mm -hmm. And as you may have heard in other episodes, I definitely debate with myself about buying a <laughs> Dooney and Burke purse. I do have a few Dooney and Burke purses, but I'm always looking for the most perfect purse to spend all my moolah on. And I came to the conclusion recently that my forever Dooney and Burke wallet is, is the ink and paint wallet. So I recently acquired that. I love I, that pattern. I, I, I love we're that in the honeymoon pattern. stages. I haven't made it my official wallet yet. I just have it beside my desk and I stare at it. I've smelled it a few times. <laughs> I've existed and looked at it. Um, but I've, wait, I've, you, you haven't used it yet? 
No, I just have right now. I have it on my desk. I keep I keep admiring it, going, "This is my Dunienberg wallet." Now this is so this Dunienberg wallet. It's actually a fair size. You can fit bills in there. You can fit in like twenty credit cards. You could probably coins. If, you could put your cell phone if you didn't have a pop socket on it. But you and I are are pop socket pop socket user, so that could be a problem. I never used to be a pop socket user. You made me a pop socket user. Um, but yeah, it's a big like you could really you could you could almost it's the size of like a a, a small clutch almost really like you could yeah. if you weren't clumsy and like leaving things places like I sometimes are. You uh, you could you could just have it on your wrist and carry it around when you. But it has it, it. it has the wrist strap. Yep. So you really and it's beautiful. Be... It's got excellent character placement. It's got it's got cats and it's got Bambi and Tinkerbell and Sorcerer Mickey on it. It's got all these amazing characters. The placement is awesome. And on the far right hand side, it cuts off Pongo and Perdita's head. And as a cat lover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that perfect. mad at that. <laughs> I think that, that that I think it's I it's kind of perfect. Now I like I love all animals. I don't want to yes. get any hate mail about me. No, but as a not cat liking lover, dogs, but it's kind of perfect. A, well, and as, and people know I'm a cat lover and tease me about being a cat lover. I think it's very funny that the dogs' heads are cut off. Like pretty much every other person character on this wallet is like in perfect view <laughs> and then the dogs get off so anyways this is my pixie dust it's brought me a lot of joy this week and i'm sure it will in the upcoming weeks but it is can't wait to see you carrying it well it's it's for now it's just gonna stay right where it's been so i can admire it for a while right and isn't it funny we talked I about almost that feel like i need a big dooney and burke purse to put it in you do, you do, because you you used to traditionally like the smaller doonies. But I've been on I've been on the lookout for a big doonie the, recently. I've been looking to acquire a right. big doonie. But we so, were talking so about figured, it. It is kind of funny that this whole placement idea. I never knew that was a thing. For sure, and I think like I think the later designs, it's more it's maybe even been more important. Maybe. Because they have like this one, this one has so many characters. Like if the patterns that hum like, you know, whatever that big, big square pattern that's got all these different characters on it, depending on the size of the purse, the size of the wallet, the way that it gets cut. But that's you, you kinda, know like you, like that's over the top fandom, right? Like I just assume when I bought my first purse, um, it was like the key. To, it, it, they were almost like a charms or something on the purse, and. I remember buying it because that was the pattern and I just picked up a purse and that whatever the pattern was on it. It well, never we occurred were naive to me to back look. Then. We didn't know. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. I remember that. I know that purse. That's the black one with the chains and, yeah. and it had the character. So, so you would like, if, if I think there was, is there a Cheshire cat on that? Mm-hmm. See, if I, I would have wanted to make sure there was a Cheshire cat front and center. Yeah. Like, if I would have got this wallet and Shere Khan's head was, like, head, Shere Khan's head was cut off and the dogs were front and center, yes. like, I wouldn't buy that one. Like, for me, especially because I'm looking for cats on the things that I love, they, I have to make sure the characters that I want are right where I want them to be. And the, and the color of that wallet is white. So white. it's white with the ink and paint characters on it which is different because you originally didn't get the cat one because it was pink yeah pinky yeah so this one was perfect for you it's Me very glad. it's one it's of the purchases nice. that i'm very happy that i made no regrets no, no regrets no <laughs> Burke wallet regrets see that's that's really good pixie dust carrie because it made you smile it, and it, it continues to make you smile but so it was that's an expense. All... It was an expense pixie dust. <laughs> but that's all pixie dust is. It's just whatever made you smile. Right. Right. I know. See, you have good ones. I just tease you. You always have good pixie dust. I, 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 yeah, you my have lots of things. You're dust. a smiley person. You smile all the time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> more to say about that but that's going to be the that's <laughs> another episode we could have answered dustin's questions if we're going to go any further into that discussion <laughs> so what's your pixie dust well my pixie dust i actually have two <laughs> and i thought of the second one while Show we were off. while we were talking because you were making fun of me because i told you you were you were giving me the gears before we started recording and i said my pixie dust was i got a new desk 
And you said, well, the, you know, it looks the same as the other one. So what happened was I was at my sister and, and brother-in-law's and they had like this um, really solid wooden um, table. And I've been bugging my brother-in-law saying I was sure that my desk was going to collapse with all my stuff on it. And so he's like, why don't you take this one? So I painted it black and it's very, you're, you're like, it looks just like the old one. And it does, but it's more solid. So I'm, I don't have to worry about all my stuff falling. Uh, so that made me smile when I painted it and it's all fresh. Uh, but it's my almost second, like a little crafting project. Kind of. Stretch. Although, it's, I, a stretch. it's a stretch. I got to tell you. <laughs> but like, it involved paint. It involved paint, um, but it was good. And it, it turned out really well. I was I was really happy with how the paint went on and everything. So I'm all kind of set up for work from home and all that stuff. Uh, but the second one, I almost forgot about that. I don't know that we even talked about it. So your favorite YouTuber, Adam the Woo, did a whole show on my favorite TV show, Three's oh, Company. Oh, yes. So he did an episode on going back to look at the historical landmarks of the opening credits of Three's Company. Oh, cool. It was awesome. It was so awesome. So he went and walked the pier and, you know, pointed out sort of where Jack Tripper would have been riding his bike and you know, where he fell off and it, just the corner of the sand and just seeing those places, it was really cool. And and to hear him talk about it, like he loves yeah, he Three's loved Company like I, like I do, right? That was my favorite TV show ever. Like, you know how you say your niece could see the one square and know what it was? <laughs> With Three's Company, I could see the first few seconds of the episode and based on what they were wearing I could tell you what the episode was about <laughs> so that was that was kind of fun to watch so there you go so those were my those were my pixie dust for the week I did yeah <laughs> well thank you again Carrie it's always a blast and yeah we'll have to figure out when part two when we're going to do part two of these questions. So thank you guys. Make sure you're sending in your questions. Keep them coming. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. We absolutely loved answering your questions and we've got a whole bunch more and we're happy to just keep taking them. So send them in, send them through the Facebook page, Instagram DM, or you can email us at tink at pixiedustfan.com. Until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>